I'm Donald McCaskill. I'm the Chief Executive of Scottish Care. I've known about Parklands for some considerable time, even before I've started this job, because I've got family in the Highlands and in, in Murrayshire. And Parklands has always had a reputation for being a local provider. And I think that's really important because you belong and are rooted in a community and that gives value and place to an organisation. But they haven't rested on that sense of being local and sense of being valued. They've continuously sought to innovate, to do the next new thing, not for the sake of novelty, but because they recognise that improving the experience of residents, enabling and supporting staff and advancing care is so critically important. Stuart Nicol, former Chief Executive in Inverness Chamber of Commerce. Parklands are clearly ambitious, and passionate about what they do. I think that, that comes through. It's a, a very tough market. It's not without its challenges. We can all see that. And yet uh, we see in, in the quality of the provision of, of the accommodation and the service um, that real desire to do a really good job for older people uh, stands out. My name is Sarah Maycraft and I'm Chief Exec of Murray Chamber of Commerce. Parklands absolutely lead by example. They put commitment and effort into their people, into their team, into their facilities, into their customer service, and they really strive to go above and beyond, to try and break the norms, to ensure that the service to the customers, the end users, is nothing short of exceptional. My name is Brian Devlin. I used to be the chair of a local charity here in the Black Isle called Black Isle Cares. I think without any doubt or any hesitation, it's a, it's a values-led organisation. Ron Taylor describes how he you know, cared for his grandfather when, when he was becoming elderly, and it was that, it was that value of really understanding and caring for people that, that defines Parklands for me. It's not just another faceless organisation. And in these days, being 30 years old in this, in this business, um, means that you've got to have something right. They clearly are a caring organisation and, you know, I hope that they have more than another 30 years ahead of them. I couldn't help noticing that there are a lot of awards downstairs yes. in the, the, the boardroom. I counted 27. Oh, really? but, um, <laughs> There may no. be more, some quite recent for innovation, but also business of the year. What does it mean to be recognised by those kinds of uh, awards? It's very humbling. I mean, you know, we go to care awards very regularly, try to support the local economies. It's very important, that, you know, people are um, recognised for the good that they do. And nine times out of ten, we honestly don't win anything. And so to go along, I think, last year and to, 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 to win the Highland Business of the Year and the Highland Business Leader of the Year, and indeed one for innovation, was absolutely staggering. We didn't anticipate that, we didn't look for it. But what does it mean? It means, it's, it, it, means it gives us recognition that what we're doing is on the right path. In, in the years uh, Inverness Chamber has been running the Highland Business Awards, um, there are businesses that sometimes stand out, and, and last year was the case for Parklands. And I think, uh, for me, it started really well in, in them winning innovation, because that 
was a bit of a surprise to, to folks who were there on the day. And it was a bit of a surprise to us as judges because it it, it wasn't the tech sector, it wasn't stuff like that. But the, the innovation that we saw from Ron and his team in terms of tackling some of the really serious challenges that the sector has in, in Inverness and Murray and across the Highlands um, and doing that in a really innovative way. So it was the the can-do attitude, the the absolute resilience and determination to get get past hurdles that that were really and remain uh, that were really challenging to the sector. So that innovation in terms of recruiting and attracting staff, retaining them in a competitive marketplace, um, the innovation around how how the care homes were being placed uh, in later living villages putting them alongside community and young people. That whole um, approach to how care is delivered and provided, that was to us as a judging panel was innovative as well. And sometimes we think, or others might think, that innovation and entrepreneurship and progress at the cutting edge of care and support happens somewhere else, not least in the central belt. But I think anybody looking north can see that in Parklands, we've had an organisation that's committed, that's local, that's valued, and is at the fore of innovation and progress. I'm interested what lies behind that, that desire to innovate on your part. What inspires you to keep driving change? Innovation is change. It's very interesting, I think we often look at the, the particular problem and we've got to sit down and say, well, what can we do with five loaves and three fishes? How can we make that service better? And, you know, as the world is changing, technology is changing, uh, there are things out there which can make our job easier and that's exactly what we try and do. We, we, we don't jump in, in many cases, we, we look at it first and evaluate what impact it would have in the, on the care homes, but we have innovated so much far more than any of our competitors over the last five years in particular, because things are changing so quickly um, that I felt that, that, that you know that what we've, we've integrated within the homes has made our jobs easier. I'm Stuart Dallas of Planform Architects. Parklands is one of our best clients. We've been working with uh, Ron and Elaine at Parklands for over 10 years. To design a good care home requires an ambitious architect, but also an ambitious client, an engaged client. And I've really enjoyed working with Parklands on these care homes over the past 10 years because it's really what we're about. Um, we want to design the best care homes possible. So right at the start, when I meet up with Ron Taylor, and Elaine, and we discuss the care home design. Everybody's throwing in ideas. Could we have this? Could we have that? It's not a question of get as many bedrooms on the site as possible, keep costs down. It's almost as though, in, in a way, the, the building isn't just a backdrop to the provision of care, it's part of the care. We actually you know, one of the taglines we use is design with care. And a lot of what we do in terms of making it as good a care home as possible is attention to detail. It's just not wild ideas, but just 
looking at and being thorough and making sure all the bedrooms work well, that the sequence of spaces works well. We find that Parklands are always very proactive in that process and always throwing in new ideas. We get a lot of feedback from the previous designs we've done. Um, Elaine or Ron will say, that works well, we need to keep it like that, or you know, can we do this, can we make this better? So, you know, I think that creates the quality of environment, is an attention to detail and the idea that it's important. And it comes down to things like food, it comes down to architecture, it comes down to the way that the homes are subdivided into sort of family units. Um, and it, it, I think it does have that sense of values around it. Explain what your impressions are of Elandu, what Elandu's all about for anyone who doesn't know about the, the care home here. Just looking around the building itself, it's been it's been very thoughtfully built. And when I first walked into it, and when it was opening, um, I, I just it had the wow factor, and that's what the opening atrium was designed for: was to go, whoa, this is just amazing. Um, so it's very beautiful. It's very well thought through, and I think the quality of care here is is excellent. The introduction of wings and breaking the home down into smaller living units has been a gradual thing that's been applied not just by us, but by others over time. And it's one of the main directions of travel for the care inspector as well. You know, they're very much pushing uh, for small group living. Um, their studies show that the smaller the overall size of the care home uh, and the smaller the units in which the, which the care home's divided into, the better uh, an environment uh, that um, residents experience. Um, and certainly, yeah, in our time, we have designed care homes up to 120 beds in size, and it's a very different animal from what um, uh, Parklands promotes, uh, and it wouldn't be at all appropriate in any of the communities in which uh, Parklands operate. The other aspect to this is that it brings a lot of um, employment uh, into the community, which is certainly needed um, and I think it I think it also enhances the notion of of carers uh, you know carers are very often undervalued um, but I think that um, this is a prestigious place it's a prestigious home and I hope that it that, that reflects into people's notions of what caring actually means Sadly, I think we have as little an understanding in wider society about the value and contribution of social care today as we did before the pandemic. People react to stories which only give half of the truth. We fail to recognise that social care in Scotland is the third biggest economic sector in our nation, bigger than tourism, bigger than agriculture, bigger than fisheries. We enable tens of thousands of people to live lives which are independent and which are the lives that they want to live, whether in a care home or indeed in the community. So a lot has changed. There's greater awareness and acknowledgement, but I'm not convinced there is as much understanding. We do have good primary care provision in the community, 
But my, my concern has always been, and I think a lot of people feel this, is, is that older people um, who have mobility issues, who perhaps don't, can't drive anymore, who perhaps are experiencing loneliness and don't have a, a great network to, to call on, um, can be easily forgotten. These are the elders of the community, and, and I think that we've kind of lost our way in some ways in not, in not valuing elderly people within our community, and in, certainly in terms of access to services. And how important is it, do you think, that there is somewhere like Elandu that provides support for people within their own community, the community where they've lived and grown up? How important is it and what value can we place on care within a community, local care? I think, I think you've absolutely put your finger on it. I think it's, it is absolutely critical. I'm going to call it a community resource, Aileen Do Having a community resource like this in the heart of the community, beautifully architecturally sound and it blends in so well, um, is so important to people because they know that they are still going to be able to have all the social interactions that they've always had. Their 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 friends are welcome to pop in and see them here. It's possible for them to get out and you we see people going around in rickshaws and, and stuff like that. So they're going down to see the dolphins, which you know so they're 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 able to, to take part in the life of the Black Isle being Black Islers. Now not everybody here will be from the Black Isle. But I think that it is a black hour resource and I think it's, it's critical. That was a critical issue for us to campaign on, that we wanted something for black islers on the black isle. For Sarah Medcraft, the growth of parklands across the Highlands and Murray has had a significant and ongoing impact on those communities, from Tain to the black isle to Speyside. Whilst Parklands has continued to grow, he's grown his people alongside it with over 450 people employed just in Murray and been able to have the commitment to 450 people's mortgage payments and and family life over each month is a huge commitment and uh, should be applauded. Any economy needs organisations willing to invest in the space and the place and the people of that local economy. And, you know, somebody with an island heritage, I know just how difficult it is to attract inward investment. So to have a local organisation in the Highlands, which is aware of how important its spend is, is critically important. We can't stand still. What women and men demand and require of their care and support in later years today was very different from what would have been accepted 20, 30 years ago. And it will be unrecognisable in 20 or 30 years' time. So you can either sit back, do what you've done, and just be satisfied because it's nay bad, or you can be at the forefront of investing, of building, of redesigning, of reshaping that care and support. And the role in a rural economy of parklands in that regard is really critical and probably not as appreciated and recognised by those outside the care sector as it should be. I think it's really important. It's, it's, it's a significant amount of money that has been invested in the building of the care homes and in the planned uh, buildings. 
for example, the, the development in Inverness, they're all multi-million pound investments. And that, that goes into um, the supply chain, the construction, uh, and the, the associated supply co uh, chain costs that there are and opportunities there are for, for businesses. And these, these homes are located almost exclusively in rural settings, rural, rural communities um, that normally would not see that level of investment. So it's, it's really important because it's a significant investment, but it's also a significant investment in, in rural and remote communities. And that, that's an extra challenge at times, but it's actually a really important benefit to that type of investment. So that's the, the building of, of, of each of the, the care homes. In addition, though, with 400 residents, 700 staff, that's a big operation that, that needs looked after and serviced on a daily, weekly, yearly basis. So that, in turn, provides opportunities for local suppliers across the board of, of the services, again, based in rural communities, to, to, to pitch for and win business that they normally wouldn't see the opportunity to do. So that's really important. The butchers and the bakers, the candlestick makers, the hair salons to cut everybody's hair there will be plenty of sort of ripple effects of the additional homes that are coming into Murray um, and that's great for the wider economy. Each of the settings is embedding itself in the local community so it's not just about money and profit and supply chain it, it's bringing about a community asset if you like it, in some places I, I, I would imagine it's breathing life back into communities and you can't put a, a financial number on that but it's really important to the kind of society that we would all aspire to have so there's lots of reasons that that, um, that that's important to what extent do you think as we age those roots become maybe even more in, important because they tie into our memories and 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 who we are um, and so being able to be where those roots were you know formed um, becomes even more important as you age. I think so. Um, I, 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 I feel that myself. You know, I, I'm, I'm only 63, but I, I am ageing. And I think that that n notion of belonging is very important. As you say, those notions of roots and settledness and connection to the community and respect from the community, I think, are important. And finally, it's Parkland's 30th anniversary this year. I wonder if you've got thoughts on what you see as being its biggest achievement. I think there's, there's probably two, and it goes back to what we started with. I think that this, the ambition of, of Ron and his team and the organisation, but also the innovation uh, to just keep themselves utterly at the top of their game in everything they do, that's really, really impressive to see that in an organisation. And uh, 30 years, wow. But uh, here's to the next. Any organisation that reaches nearly into its fourth decade hasn't done so by accident or by chance. The secret, I think, of Parkland's success is that it has remained true to the values which were the energy which created it putting people first, ensuring that you're part of a local community, that the door is always open 
to both sides, to families, to residents, that their voice, their needs are heard, that you reshape what you offer to those changing needs, but also that you're open to the community, that you're not creating isolated places where people don't form part and are part of their local community. So Parklands succeeds, and I have no doubt will continue to succeed into the next 30 years because it puts the community, the person, its tradition, its story, and its ethos of caring, compassionate support at the heart of all that it does. Carecast is produced by Adventurous Audio.